PlayStation. I'm chained. Hello, everyone, and welcome to PlayStation Unchained. I'm your host, Chili, as we talk about news, reviews, and all that good stuff. Uh, I had to redo all my audio sentence again. I don't know why you need to know this, but thanks, Windows Update, for making me change everything again. Thank, thanks. I, I like when everything's reset and I have to go through and edit everything all over again. It's great. It's my favorite thing to do. And you know what's also a favorite thing to do? Gary. Hey, Gary. <laughs> oh, Alphonse's going to get jealous. I love doing you too, Ben. Thanks. <laughs> How was your week? How's it? It's been pretty decent so far. How about yours? Not bad. It's been warm and I don't like that. It makes me sleepy. Yeah, that's always crap. I, hate I think it was so much. 80 Fahrenheit yesterday. So everyone in America is like, that's cold. I'm like, no, it's warm for me. So what what you been up to? Oh, you know, just uh, playing through Wild Arms again. Nice. Trophies this time. I oh, yeah, play, that comes out next week. Year, so. Yeah, you're getting that next week. Are you excited? Not really. Probably not. Yeah, you don't care. <laughs> well, you I've, I've, already got enough, I've already got enough games to play as it is I've got to finish Strangers of Paradise I've got to go back and finish Persona 5 um, There's a Final Fantasy 14 live stream soon um, There's a few games I need to finish And then Sonic So I, I'm, ex- I'm not saying I'm not excited for it But I already have enough stuff on my plate as it is Without wor- worrying about more games Give it a month or so And when things die down a bit I, I, I'm, attempted, I'm looking forward to trying Returnal For the first time so yeah like, go reach out with the rest of us yeah. <laughs> and i've also purchased uh dragon's dogma for reasons that we'll talk about later just because it's on sale and i thought three quid's nothing i'll just ask to i'll just buy it for now mm-hmm. um so yeah and we've got alfonso hey alfonso hello hello ha- what have you been up to this week have you got more plat? have you bought more platinums have you bought more? i have um, I did a head count ah. for this month alone. This month alone has been the highest. I now have a total of 68 for June alone. That's the highest so far. I know Carrie's just shaking his head right now, but I don't care because I love it. <laughs> Look, I, can, I can tell you now that I need plan to get one platinum this year, and that's Goat Simulator if it comes out this year. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> uh. Well, one more platinum, because but... I already got one platinum, right? Because I got the platinum for the hardest game of the year, Waifu Impact. Which, by the way, we still haven't posted our review score. So, uh, um, I spent yeah, but... hours <laughs> on that game. You should Sorry. have reminded them. <laughs> but before we start getting into news, I just have to ask Gary, because you mentioned Wild Arms, the new servers. Are you liking it? What do you want changed? What do you want added? Are you liking the interface of like, how it's set up? Um, the PlayStation Plus Premium? Yeah. Um, no. I don't like the interface. Uh, I think it's still too cumbersome to find what you want. Um, I think it was a stupid mistake for them to add, um... Like, if you're looking on it on your mobile, on the PlayStation app, um, you can't find any of the PS3 games on there. They don't exist on the app. Yes, agreed. So, so when you go to Classics, you get the PS2 and the PS1 Classics that are available through the program... But nothing of the PS3 games, like they just don't exist on the app. Mm-hmm. Which I get, it makes sense because you can't stream them, you can't really play them, you can't do anything unless you're playing it on the PS5. But when you go to the PlayStation Store on the PS5 and you go to PlayStation Classics, all of a sudden you have PS1, yeah. PS2, eventually the PSP games, and all the PS3 games are there. So then yeah. I have to scroll through a shit ton of games just to find where I want. 
which yeah. really bothers me. Um, I wish that they would separate, you know, the PS3 section from what I still consider. I don't consider the PS3 games classic at mm-hmm. the moment right now. Um, even though I probably should, they're two generations old now. But I, I mean, they're don't. classics. Yeah, but I would, I would like them to separate them by system. I want PS1 games in yeah. one category, PS2 games in one, PS3. I don't want them all bundled together. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass PS3, if I want to scroll through and find something. I mean, PS3 is 16 years old now. Yeah. Well, it's the six. It'll be 16 years in November, should we say? And it's fine. People will consider them classic. I still don't consider the PS3. Maybe I'm just mentally dumb that way. <laughs> to me, the PS3 I mean, just still feels a little young to be a classic. Did you uh, consider the Mega Drive a classic when the PS3 was out? When the PS3 three was out, yeah. And well, that's about the same gap, if not longer. Uh, no, wait a second. Well, yeah, we had uh, P- the Mega Drive, even... then we had the Saturn, and then we had the Dreamcast. I mean, that's even short when you think about it, because the Saturn was 1997, <laughs> right? Yeah. Please tell me I was right, because I pulled that right I think it ass. is 97, yeah. I think it came before. Oh, no, it was even before that. Oh, we should. Okay. Dreamcast was 98, so I was close with the Dreamcast. Oh, so, yeah. but like, so if you consider the dream, if you consider the Dreamcast, you wouldn't consider the Dreamcast as classic when the PS3 was out, right? No, I did not. No, the Saturn, maybe. The Saturn, maybe, yeah. But either way, I, I wish that they were just put them in system categories yeah. instead of just bundling yeah. everything together. Yeah. Um, because but, if I just want to search to see what's available, I don't want to go through all the games. I just want to search, oh, what PS2 games do they have? Can't do it. <laughs> yeah. um, so that bothers me. Um, the other thing, I had a hard time finding when it first launched. I had a hard time finding... Um, which games are available through the catalog. Um, and it, it was weird because like, they separated the Ubisoft Plus games in their own thing. And then you had... It was just a whole mess for me to, to navigate. Yeah. Um, so navigation-wise, I wish it was better. But overall, I think the games they have on there, quite honestly, I think is better than Game Pass right now, <laughs> personally. No, um, but yeah, uh, I love the service. I think they have a lot of fantastic games. Um, I just can't wait for them to keep adding more classic games to it. That's my Agreed. my big thing right now. I really want more PS1, PS2 games. I know we got uh, the Resident Evil Director's Cut. Um, that was with our store, the North American launch of it. Uh-huh. Um, so that was cool. Unfortunately, that game doesn't have trophies because I guess Sony said that classic game trophies are just going to be by developer. If they want to add them, they can. If they don't, they don't. Um, but I do hope more developers add those trophies because it's fun getting old PlayStation One trophies. Yes, um, I do everything you said. The, the interface sucks. I don't like it. I wish it was better organized. Um, but I do love the service. You are right. Better selection than Game Pass. I love yeah. that I got a discount with upgrading because of duration before the upgrade. I don't have auto renew on. I never do when it comes to um, when stacking because I just buy it in a stack. But when I was upgrading, instead of paying the full sixty because of my duration before the upgrade. They end up making you pay like thirty four, so I'm happy I didn't have to pay the full sixty. But yeah, overall, I'm 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 happy with the service. And yeah, like you care, I just want more games added to the service. I am sad that they got rid of a lot of great PS3 games that was on PlayStation Now. Yes, um, such as Metal Gear Solid Four. Uh, they removed that, um, so that kind of sucks. Um, I believe they removed like two hundred games or so. Yeah, um, but they replaced those with more ps4 ps5 game which mm-hmm. again i'm more 
I want my retro stuff. So if you're gonna put PS3 as a classic on the store, then I would like more PS3 games. Quite honestly. Um, I mean, the issue with that is uh, there's so many PS3 games out there that have already been remastered, and you're not really gonna want to put. Yeah, don't don't add those. But like, there's yeah. some games that you're just never gonna get to play again because like they folklore. will never be remastered. <laughs> like folklore. Um, like what? Folklore. Remember? Oh yeah, folklore. Yeah, a Sony-made game. Sweet. Look, yeah, I've I always been games. on the thing. Like for for me, I've always been. If you're gonna do a service like this, um, I think Sony should have literally every game that they've made in the past available day one, mm-hmm. or available eventually as first party. Uh, unless obviously some crazy circumstances with licenses or so, stuff like that, I, I get that. But like Folklore, I think should have been on there. Then they never even made it to. I, actually, I think it was on PS now. Now that I think about it, I think it. it was for a little bit. Yeah, but I think Sony should have all their first party in it. The God of War collection should be there. Um, Wipeout should be there. Mortar Storm. I don't understand why Mortar Storm and Mortar Storm Pacific Rift haven't been on I mean, there. They have Apocalypse on there, but I think it was. That, I think that's. The, no, I think that's not the licensing. I think that's actually how the the game was made because it was made before a proper update system was available. Um, it's it's it it's weird. I think that's why. Yeah, um, I have no idea, but I those are the things that I I yeah. I want. I love the service. I'm happy with it. I just, I hope that they continue to add a lot. I don't want them to add like, oh, here's one PS2 game coming out next month. I want like four or five games from that retro section coming out every time, personally. <laughs> For me, I'm excited in a way, but I'm gonna, I'm not, ho- I'm not getting too excited just yet because I live in Europe. So um, it all really depends on if we get the PAL versions released here or, or the American versions. We get the American versions, I might get excited a bit for the ca- the the. the but if we get the European versions of the games, I might try and find a way to get North American sub. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to pay money to get a, a, a worse version of the of a game that is technically playable on a different on the same console, but you know, different region. Yeah, and it makes sense because I've seen video yeah. comparisons between those. I can't yeah. imagine. <laughs> like I wouldn't be able to handle. It. I'm like, oh my god, is this running at like 10 frames a second? What is- For some of them, yes. Fantasy Nine was 12 frames, I think. Oh my god. <laughs> I think it was so like it was like, so ridiculous PS1 frame. Yeah, the the crazy thing is is like the PS3 store has yeah. so many PS2 classics on it that never made it to the PS4. Um I would love for those to come over. Like they had a lot of great stuff. Um so please bring those over that never made it to the PS4. That'd so, be awesome. Yeah, they they have like I think over 100 PS2 games on the the PS3 store. And that was the only way to play them. They even wrote, kept releasing PS2 classics on the PS3 like two years after the PS4 came out. So please bring over more games. Okay, yeah. When you went into battle, it was 15 frames. Um, and then when it was actually battle, it was better. But then when it le- ended, it was 15 frames. Um, and the world map was 12 frames, 12 FPS, 20 FPS. Sorry, <laughs> there were some really bad games back in the day in PAL. <laughs> well, talk about get bad games. Um, let's go into the news, I guess. With Overwatch 2! <laughs> I, I thought I'm going to start with the controversial topic, if I'm honest. Um, because Overwatch 2 has, has been announced that it will not include loot boxes in its new, in, in its new, expa- in its new version. I want to say expansion, but no, in, in the new game. Which is not a new game, it's just Overwatch 1, but with patches. Um, I do have some very controversial opinions on this, but we'll let Alfonso say this. What, what do you thought about this? This is the first time I'm hearing about it, so you have to fill yeah. me in. 
Uh, it will now have a battle pass instead of loot boxes like the original. Wait, sorry, repeat that? The original game had uh, loot boxes. This will have a battle pass instead. Uh, <laughs> uh, hmm. Come back to me. I need, I need time to think about this. Okay, Gary. Um, well, I hate loot boxes because of its randomization. And okay. trying to get like an outfit for one of the characters that you really wanted was just RNG, you know? So that sucked. As you know, with gotcha games, it's all RNG. Yeah. Um, and it can cost you a lot of money if you want to pay real-life money for it. Um, yeah. Battle Pass, I think Battle Pass is good and bad. I think it's good if they tell you what's coming up in the Battle Pass. Like, oh, if you, you know, get to, say, level 10 on the Battle Pass, you'll get this outfit. That's fine. Um, my problem with Battle Pass comes in the form of how long it's going to take to get stuff. If you have to do some prerequisites and challenges and things like that to get what you need, um, that sucks. Um, and the other thing is, is you're always probably going to get shit that you never want because it's going to be earlier on in the battle pass. That what you want might be in the later parts of it. And you might not even reach that part because the, the points or the EXP you need to get that high is just too much and you're not going to be able to do it. Um, did, yeah, that's kind of my opinion on it. Okay, I'm going to say my controversial opinion on this. Please I do. think this is the only time I'll ever really support loot boxes. Is is um, uh, I know it sounds weird, but I felt like Overwatch 1 loot box system was probably one of the best ways that any game has ever done loot boxes because um, anything that was added in the loot box was added to the character where you could buy with coins. And anytime you got duplicate items in loot boxes, you got coins, which meant that yeah, if you wanted everything, then yeah, you're going to spend a lot of money. But if you're someone that only played certain characters and only they did not every character's got skin every patch, there'd be there'd be months before um before skins. So if you were smart enough, you could because you got loot boxes also. You got loot boxes from doing dailies for leveling up. Um, you got different way, you had all different ways to get different loot boxes without spending actual money. Which meant that if you saved up the coins that you had from getting duplicates, if you've been playing it for a while, like I'm talking about, I, this is when I'm talking about this, I'm talking about for people that have been playing it for yeah years or so, you know, not someone that just jumped in, they'll be overwhelmed. Um, but if you've been playing for a long time, chances are you would have built up these coins, and when there's a character skin that you really want, you can skip the grind and just buy it. Um, so although it wasn't completely free to play, there was a free to play option if you wanted to. But with this idea of a battle pass, we all know that the really crappy skins are going to be on the free battle pass and then they're going to charge real money for a paid battle pass, which will have the actual good skins. So unlike before where you had the ability to grind and ha possibly get the skin you wanted for free, now you will have to pay. Otherwise, no, no fancy outfit for you. So I don't normally defend loot boxes because I think they're wrong, but I feel like for what <laughs> Overwatch was the only time that it was decently done. Like, I don't, I'm not a big fan of all the battle passes. I think most battle passes are poorly done. But I'd happily defend Fortnite's battle pass because if you beat the Fortnite battle pass in time, you get enough currency to buy the next one. So that keeps you in the loop without having to spend real money apart from the first investment. Um, so uh, that's my view on it. I don't know if anyone else shares that, shares that same thoughts. Yeah, I mean, if, if I think having the option to just buy the outfit you want is always great rather than having to grind through for so long to get it um yeah. or a, a, of a chance to get it even 
Um, I know there's a lot of people who were pissed off when an event came, like the Halloween costumes in Overwatch, and they did so much to try to get the outfits they needed, um, and they never did, and they were shit out of luck because they never knew if those costumes would ever come back. Um, so they were pissed, and I always find it funny to be pissed off that you didn't get a costume in a game where you can't even see your own character. <laughs> um, I always found that funny. Um, I know you want to look cool for other people, but you know they're pretty much there to kill you, not admire your costume. Um, so to to me, getting different costumes in a first person perspective is kind of pointless for me. Um, but I know there's a lot of people who are pissed off because they they tried so hard. They played every single day of you know the time period that the event was going to try to get a costume. And they never did. So having the option to just straight up buy it, kind of like Fortnite has. You know, you can earn it if you want, or you can just straight up pay money for it and have it. I think that should always be an option. Um, you can try to earn it, and then on the last day, if you're like, okay, I didn't earn it, I'll just buy it. Do some stuff like that is, is what I'm for. But then if that's the case, then people probably wouldn't really care about the Battle Pass because they'll just buy whatever they need out of it. So And Alfonso, thoughts? Uh... Yeah, I mostly agree with you guys. Uh, well, mostly Gary, because, yeah, loot boxes was always a pain in the past. Cause it was always randomized. And I didn't like that where there was something particular I wanted and I couldn't get it. And it just was just a waste of money. Battle Pass seems better, but that also might cause problems. But in the end, it doesn't matter to me because I still haven't played one or I'm not going to play two. So for me, it is what it is. Fair enough. I'll probably give it a play because it's free to play. So... Yeah, let's give it a try. Okay, a game that I'm excited for next week, Sonic Origins. Um, there's a video, which I, I've only just found out about, so I've got to watch it later, um, where, where the version of Sonic the Hedgehog 2, 3, and Knuckles feature there from more than just standard versions, including Anniversary Mode and Boss Rush Mode. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. Um, I think I knew about Anniversary Mode, and I think there's a Story Mode as well, isn't there? Is that Anniversary? Let's see. Um, anyway, I'll be picking this up. I'm excited for this. I like the new cutscenes they've added. It looks, it just all looks really good. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I think Alfonso's picking up as well, right? Yes, I am. I can't wait to go yes. down memory lane. Genesis was my first console. Sonic 1 was my first game. So there's a lot of memories for me. When I heard about this being announced and it's finally being released next week, yeah, I cannot wait. I can't wait to just go through it all over again. Uh, like, I'm very fond of Sonic. You know, he had his hits and misses with games over the years but still sonic will always be my my go-to favorite character because i started out with him so yeah i i can't wait to play this nice carry um i'm happy for you guys yay <laughs> yeah no i'm i'm happy uh i've i've played enough of the first three sonic games so I'll, it doesn't matter to me at this point um i've been really soured on my sonic personally so i kind of don't want to you're not excited for sonic frontiers the amazing game don't. that looks amazing don't <laughs> I'm glad Sega is telling me that I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't understand the new Sonic. And they're right, uh, I don't understand the new Sonic. I don't understand the terrible direction of the new Sonic. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people don't even want to come close to... Level him up to increase his speed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, go, go fast. Both his legs would be broken <laughs> at the start of that game for me to have to level him up. I gotta go fast at level 25. Can't imagine how slow that game is going to be at the start of it. Uh, level thirty-five, <laughs> go go faster still. Uh. I knew this was going to happen too. I knew they're going to follow what they're doing in the movies and try to make a game more akin to the movies. And this is what you're going to get: garbage. 
This is like if if the Pokemon company was like, you know what? We're gonna make all the next Pokemon games based off of the Pikachu Detective movie. Let's do that. They would uh, have a shitstorm on there. I never played the first one of those. They were fine games, but if you're gonna base the 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 mainline Pokemon games based off of what they did there, people will lose their fucking mind. And yeah, I never played the Detective the... Pikachu the game. Pretty fun. Well, I thought there was a sequel being made, but I guess that never happened. Oh well. Anyway, talking about sequels. That's not a sequel, but we've got Exo Primal instead. Ha! Huh? You thought I'd go there. I didn't yet. <laughs> Capcom's Exo Primal receives 15 minutes of Dino Blasting gameplay. I'm kind of excited for this game. Um, I did apply for the closed beta, but the beta's only for PC and also North America, I think. So um, they also mentioned that it has nothing to do with Dino Crisis because people kept asking if it was anything to do with Dino Crisis. Um, I like even that article was like, Exo Primal takes place here in the year 2040 where dinosaurs have suddenly appearing randomly across the globe, engulfing humanity in a new dino crisis. Um, I like how we, we did that. Good job, Mike. Um, so, yeah, I, it, it just kind of reminds me of Destiny in a way. Gary? Uh, <laughs> I'm not excited for it at all, um, to be honest with you. Uh, I know, it, I mean, it looks fun. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but it's just not something I really want to play. Um, I don't... Hang on for this. I hate the fact that what humanity considers to be the most deadliest predators to ever walk the Earth are reduced to fucking random-ass, weakling zombie-like enemies. <laughs> I hate that shit. Um, and the fact that so many of them are coming in through these portals is kind of ridiculous. Um... Yeah, uh, I just I I have I'm finding zero interest in it. Um, Wait, they're, they're just dinosaurs very... from the past coming through a portal. They surely they'll just die that? when they get here, right? Do you say they're dinosaurs yeah. coming from the past through a portal? <laughs> yeah. Surely, as soon as they land, they should die. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Because our oxygen, our air is less oxygen has less oxygen, right, than they did back then. So yeah, they would uh, suffocate. Viruses would take over their bodies because they're not used to it. They wouldn't even last long enough for the viruses. World of the worlds. The viruses wouldn't. They wouldn't last long enough. They would just be like, "I'm here, raw. Oh God, I'm choking to death." Yep, yep. Go watch the movie Evolution with David Duchovny and Orlando Bloom. That is what would happen. Um, but yeah, um, like it looks like a fun three-player. I think it's three-player, right? Three or four-player co-op game. Is it four? Um, I know they have a lot of classes in it. It seems very team-based. So, you know, people who want to play with their friends, they're probably going to have fun with it. Um, I just hope that this is not the game they're looking at to do good for them to be like, oh, look, people do like dinosaurs. Let's finally approve a new dinosaur. Um, but I have a feeling that's what's happening. Also, I like the fact that it has numbers. I like numbers. And you know what? To be honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised if that game started <laughs> off as a sequel to Dino Crisis and just morphed into its own thing. Um, Please don't do that. <laughs> But yeah, for me personally, like I'm just I can't get interested in it. I love dinosaurs. I love games that have dinosaurs, but this one is just doing nothing for me at all. I second that. Um, first of all, I didn't even see this. I I totally forgot. Kaikon did something, you know, their announcements. Um, but originally when I when it was first announced, yeah, it doesn't look appealing to me. I'm sorry, Gary. I agree with you. I love dinosaurs. You would think I will love playing another dinosaur game based off, you know, Zero Dawn and Forbidden West, but seeing what I saw at that time, and yes, I should give it I should give it another shot because I need to see this what was shown. But yeah, that initial first showcase 
yeah, I, I, I am not pleased. And to me, it just looks bad. I could be wrong when it comes out and we see people play and they give their initial thoughts to it. But as of right now, yeah, that's a no-go for me. Okay. Uh, talk about Capcom stuff. Everyone's favorite Resident Evil game got announced. Resident Evil Reverse for this October. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Reverse is coming out 20th of October. I know everyone's been excited for that and looking forward to it. Um, you get to play as everyone's favorite characters from, from the franchise. Um, so, yeah. Alfon- Are you excited for Reverse, Alfonso? No. This is the one reason that you game that I was never going to play. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> it looks so bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ben, I don't know if you're joking or if you're being serious, but please do not play this game. When it comes <laughs> I'm going to play this game if I can buy it separately. Yeah. Gary? Oh, yeah, I'm with Alfonso. Um, you know, after they delayed it, since Resident Evil 8 came out, to release it with Resident Evil 8 Gold Edition, um, <laughs> the the video they showed, I honestly thought they would, like, revise it and update it a little bit. But literally, the video looked just exactly the same as it was when they first showed it. Um, it doesn't look like anything's changed, so I don't even know what the fuck the delay was for. Um, I'm sorry, I'm just not interested in Resident Evil PvP multiplayer. I'm not. It No, Capcom, please stop. Please stop with the fucking PvP in Resident Evil. You just don't know what you're doing. You don't. <laughs> well, you bring that up, but also Resident Evil 8 Gold was announced with three different PS pieces of DLC, including a third-person mode. Which some people are cheering for, but I find funny that now the third DLC is also only third person, which I think sucks. Like, add the option to add third person, but don't force it. Like, you know, some people like the first person mode of Resident Evil 8 and 7. And yeah, adding the option to make it third person is great for people that want it. But why get rid of the first person option if you. Oh, it's still there. Not for the DLC. Not getting rid of first person. But yeah, it's essentially an add on. Can turn yeah. it on and off. You can play the game however you want. No, the third, the the third piece of DLC is third part, third person only. What from? So if I install this DLC, I can never play the game in first person anymore. No, you can play the main game, but the DLC when you play the DLC. Oh, the rose. Okay. Yeah, the okay, rose yeah. DLC is third person only. Like the, the game itself will always be third, first or third person. But what I'm saying yeah. is, like, it's fine adding that as an option, but. Then don't then release a DLC that then removes the original option for that. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. The, the DLC should have both first and third person. It shouldn't just force you to be third person. Um, that's just me. But yeah, uh, there's three pieces of DLC. I think a lot of it was mercenary mode stuff. I can't remember what exactly it was now. Um, I called the fact it'll be called gold though. Yeah. No. Um, I I, I, called, I don't know when I said that, but I said it a long time ago. Like it's gonna be called. They're, they're gonna release a VR version. It's called gold. Um, just because yeah. Resident, uh, Resident Evil 7 had gold version. I thought that'd just do it again. Most of you that you play as Chris Redfield, Heisenberg, and Lady... Tall Lady. Lady Dimitrescu. <laughs> um, yeah, so... And the third DLC is actually going to be story-based. So, yeah. And as I said, there's also going to be a VR mode added eventually. So, Alfonso, excited for this? Yes and no. No. Well, yes, because, yes, more DLC is added to the game. That's That's always... It's always good to see games get new content. No, because I haven't played 8 yet, because I still haven't played 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, which, Gary, I have to ask you, is 4 in the pro, in the PS Premium subscription? Because I know I saw 5 and 6, but I don't remember if 4 was there. 
I honestly don't know. Okay, I know it was part of PlayStation Now. I think it is because uh, Code Veronica is there. Six and five are there. So I believe four is there. Yes. It should okay, be. So it's, it's best that I start now playing these games before the remake comes out and before this DLC comes out for me. So yeah, I, I'm going to start now. But yeah, it's good that it's, it's getting DLC. So yes, part of me is excited that we get a DLC for eight. I'm going to check for you. But yeah, uh, uh, Gary. Uh, yeah, I, oh my god, I am not excited at all. Um, everything they announced in that Resident Evil 8 showcase was really, really disappointing to me in a lot of ways. Um, you know, the the mercenaries and the third-person view of the main game, you can play the Resident Evil 8 third-person now, um, done in mods on the PC. They literally took mods and they made it into fucking this shit. Um, I'm sorry, I don't want to play as fucking Magneto with the, the the dude i don't want to play as lady dimitrescu and mercenaries i think mercenaries is a boring gas mode um it always has been and it always will be in my opinion it was introduced i think in resident evil 4 um no fun for me at all um as far as the the rose dlc um again complete disappointment um i was really hoping it would be the cut content that they cut from resident evil 8 that included ada wong um like, you already had shit made for it, and you cut it. Why not just finish it and release it as DLC? Instead, they're continuing with the story that apparently takes place 16 years later. Fucking 16 years after Resident Evil 8. So now there's a 16-year gap where they're probably going to make a bunch of shitty fucking Resident Evil games to fill that that 16-year void. Um, but 16 years later, you play with a character that you literally only saw for like two minutes of the fucking of resident evil 8. um i don't understand the reasoning behind this i don't understand what capcom is doing with the franchise anymore quite honestly that it, they need a reboot they need to just fucking end resident evil resident evil 9 if it's in development should be the absolute last resident evil and then just fucking reboot the franchise. Um, th- that's literally the, the only... Dra- it, it's so off the rails now that it's not even fun to experience anymore for me. Um, what I know about the, this DLC is you go inside um, the stupid fucking mold thing that was in Resident Evil 7 and Resident Evil 8, which is the originator of the T-Virus. Like, you go inside it because it's sentient somehow. And it, it's so fucking ludicrous. I don't care. Um, the enemies they show just look like the, the molded from Resident Evil 7, which is literally one of the worst enemies Resident Evil has ever had. Um, I'm just not excited in any way. Uh, 16 years later, we know Chris is still alive 16 years later, so we know he's never going to die. Like, if Chris is featured in another Resident Evil game that's taking place before this DLC, we know he ain't going to die in it, so what's the point of even having him? I, I'm so done with, with that franchise. I'll just stick to the remakes. Because they're actually fucking good. Um, and Resident Evil 4 will probably be the last good remake. Because after 4 is when it completely goes off the deep end as a franchise. Not excited at all. For me, you're getting two mods that fans have already made on the PC. And you're getting a DLC story that, quite honestly, I don't think anybody even fucking wants to play. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Um, by the way, I, looked, I did some research. And it looks like Resident Evil 4... Five, six, Code Veronica, Raccoon City, Revolutions 1, 2, Dark Side, Umbrella Chronicles should all be on the PS3 version of, P- of, of, the, of the new service. So you won't be able to download it, but you should be able to stream them, I think, right? I think it's like $4 right now if you want to just buy it, Alfonso. 
Resident okay. 4. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, it does not have a platinum trophy. It has trophies, but it. not a platinum one. God damn it. <laughs> Which is like, completely well, no. stupid because when the Xbox version, it came out at the same time as the PS3 version. The Xbox one had the, the top whatever achievement the for achievement the platinum. Score, yeah. But the PlayStation didn't, and people were kind of pissed off. Um, I guess we'll start going into other, uh, what other Capcom? Uh, Street Fire. There's some Street Fire stuff announced, wasn't there? I think. Um, I know that, what was, I can't remember, Gary, Street Fire was announced there, right? Well, not announced, but we got to see more stuff. Um, yeah, they showed off a little more stuff. Um, yeah. we got some new characters, obviously announced. Uh, Guile was yeah. announced, officially. We saw the leak, so yeah. we knew he was going to be in there. Yeah. Uh, but Guile was announced. Uh, sounds like Dolph Lundgren, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> um sonic boom yeah it's pretty great um but yeah guile he seems to have his you know signature moves and all that so yeah. um it's pretty cool to see him he's one of the staple of the characters uh we now know that street fighter 6 in the storyline takes place after street fighter 3 yeah and if people who played street fighter 3 they weren't very happy with the roster selection because a lot of the staple characters they removed and replaced um, and it kind of yeah. looks like they're doing the same thing here. If you look at that leaked roster, there's a lot of new characters and a lot of staple characters that aren't there. Uh, but they are bringing back a lot of the staples as well. Obviously, Guile is coming back. He wasn't in Street Fighter 3. Well, from my recollection, I don't think he was. Um, yeah. But yeah, Guile is back. Um, people love Guile. He wasn't always my favorite character to play with, but people love him. So it's good that they're bringing him back. The timeline is Street Fighter 1. Uh, alpha two four five three six. Also, I learned that Sagat was born in 1955. He's old. That's the old dude. Yeah. But you yeah. know, I, I've talked about this before. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how this works out for them because, like I said, yeah. Street Fighter Three was a great game. Um, it was a fantastic fighting game, but it was so hard to play that game without your favorite characters, and uh, it's apparently going to be the same thing here. You know, I mean, a that's lot of the people... benefit of modern consoles, though, because yeah, there's they can DLC. just add. <laughs> and I get that. And I get that. Um, but when you compare their roster of characters to other fighting games where, you know, Tekken literally has like 60 fucking characters because they literally have everybody in the game that they've ever made. Yeah. And then they add new characters. You know, Soul Calibur does the same thing. They literally have all the characters and they add new characters. Um, there's a lot of fighting games that just have those characters, where Street Fighter is doing the opposite. They have, like, I guess, a main number of characters, 15, 20 characters that they have, and yeah. they want to make new characters and obviously charge you. Um, I, I don't want to say it's on purpose, but it, it probably is because they know they'll make money off of it. You know, they yeah. know people will buy a Bison if they do him as DLC. They know people will buy Sagat when they do him as DLC. Because let's face it, Sagat is the cheapest fucking character in all of Street Fighter. He always has been, <laughs> probably always will be. <laughs> um, they know people will buy those characters. Like, I'm surprised that Ken and Akuma are literally in the fucking game of Street Fighter Six. Yeah, I, I would have bought Akuma. Yeah, they easily could have done a Kuma DLC and people would have bought him yeah. and made more money that way. So I'm really surprised by that. Um, but yeah, like I, I'm excited to see some of the new characters. They uh, We got to see two of them, I believe, and they look pretty fun. Uh, they look pretty cool. But um, yeah, we'll see how, how it plays out. It sucks. Like, I hate that that roster leaked. I really do. 
because I love the surprise of seeing which characters are. Um, but now that I see all the characters, like it's hard to be excited when they do an announcement for it because you already know. And that kind of sucks. I, I love seeing the surprise of what characters are in the game. Uh, Alfonso? Uh, um, I, I don't really care because I'm not a big Street Fighter fan. Um, I, I prefer Mortal Kombat. And like I told you last time, I will play it, but I'm not getting it until they release their final edition of the game. So, yeah. I, I don't care. It will never reveal a game. <laughs> you, God, Gary, you know what I mean. You, you know what I mean. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah, I don't care. The characters are reveal revealed now, or who comes. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not big into G Fighter, but eventually I will play it. Just not day one. Oh, I will probably pick it up day one because as an open world character, you can make your own character. So I'm excited for that. I like, I like games where I can make my own character and go around and punch things. So I'm excited for that. And what I'm kind of excited for, and also has character creation, Dragon's Dogma 2 got teased. Um, there was no trailers, there was no nothing. Um, so yeah, they, they had a, a Dragon's Dogma stream, which I missed because it was on at the same time as another stream that I was more hyped for. I'm sorry, Dragon's Dogma, but come on. Why did you go up against that game? You had no chance. Um, so yeah, I know that Gary's excited for this, but Alfonso, are you, will you grab Dogma 2? I, say, I, say I would. Yeah, I would. Um, I enjoyed the first one. Um, yeah, I didn't get to see the stream, so I didn't, I didn't know what happened with what, what they announced. But yeah, I, I enjoyed when I played the first one. It, it's been a while because I, I think I only completed 80%. I was close to the end. I just never went back to it. So I, I'm a little fuzzy of, of that game. But whenever it's announced, whenever it's released, I'll go back, replay it, and refresh my memory into for the second one. So yeah, I'm on board for it. And Gary. Oh, baby, yeah. Um, so it was stupid because Dragon's Dogma, the creator of Dragon's Dogma, was on the Capcom stream. Yeah. Um, and then he literally did nothing but announce another stream for Dragon's Dogma. <laughs> so I was pissed. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, you, why are you even there? Um, but yeah, then that stream came, and I, I watched both of them because I was watching one on my phone and one on my computer. Um, and literally, the stream started, and it was literally just like a history of how they made the game. Like, all the people who worked on it were there, uh, the inspirations, how they visited different countries to, to get, like, landscape photos and stuff like that. And literally, just, like, at the end of that stream, they're like, we're happy to announce that Dragon's Dogma 2 is in development. And it was exciting, but it was hard to be excited for it because literally at that exact same moment is when they showed off the trailer to what we're going to talk about, I'm sure, was Crisis Core. And I was like, God damn it, so all my attention went to that, and then this I just had to like kind of glance at the subtitles a little bit. Um, but yeah, they announced Dragon's Dogma 2. They had a logo, and that's it. They didn't show any footage, no screenshots, no nothing. Um, so I'm wondering how far in development it is. Uh, the great news about it is literally everybody who worked on the first one is working on the sequel, so all the main players are back. And it's going to be on the RE engine, which is easily one of the best engines around right now. If you look at any Capcom game, that's come out recently. It's running on the RE engine. Street Fighter Six is being made on the RE engine instead of a phenomenal looking engine. Phenomenal engine. So I'm super stoked. I love the first Dragon's Dogma. I encourage everybody to play it. It's a mix between fucking like Shadow of the Colossus and I don't even know what other game to compare it to. Um, like a great action RPG with some Monster difficulty Hunter? of the Souls games. Yeah, Monster Hunter. There you go. Monster Hunter with some difficulty of like a Souls game. Like, there's just, there's no better feeling, and I described this on the Twitter post, where you encounter a griffin, 
and it's like, you know, griffins are massive, we know, um, from mythology, but it's nothing like a griffin swooping in to attack your team. You jump up and grab onto the griffin with the R1 button, I was the, is the grab button. And as it's flying up into the air, you're climbing up it, trying to get to its wing or its head, and you just start chopping at its wing. And eventually you, you chop it down enough where it crashes to the ground, like head first, and your team just starts wailing on it before it can get back up. It's such an exhilarating moment. And there's so many of those moments. Like you can climb up a Cyclops, and obviously its eye is its weakness. You climb up a Cyclops, and you just start stabbing it in the eye to blind it. Those feelings are amazing when you take on those massive bosses and those massive enemies. It's just fun. It's super fun. I can't wait for this game. I really can't. Uh, Alfonso, I think I asked you already, I think. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're not going to talk about Crisis Core just yet. <laughs> but I guess, spoilers, Crisis Core got announced. Um, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Pharmacy 7 Remake Integrate, uh, which came out on the PS5, I think, last year? Or at least a couple of years ago now? Feels feels like mm-hmm. it's been forever. Um, that got announced for Steam. So if you're on PC and you didn't want to buy on the Epic Games Store, um, now you got a way to now you can purchase on Steam and it's Steam Deck verified. Yep, uh, but I wanted to bring this up because um, Benji Sales on Twitter pointed out that the top five peak concurrent players of single player fantasy games. By the way, this does not include the MMOs. You know, eleven and fourteen. Five um, 15's peak was twenty nine thousand. Fantasy ten and ten two was thirteen thousand two hundred sixty three. Uh, Fantasy twelve was 8,386. Uh, Final Fantasy 13 was 8,320. Uh, but Final Fantasy 7 Remake, Integrate, 13,803, which means that it had a higher peak than Final Fantasy 10, but a lot worse than Final Fantasy 15. So, <laughs> um, but you got to remember also that this is uh, this is coming out on PC after the Steam version. No, I mean, after the Epic Games Store version, which has been out for a year. So, yeah, still pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, it's two years old. I know people are pissed off yeah. because they're charging full price for it. Yeah. Um, what, what that could be expect? leading to why that could be leading to why it's not um, a yeah. higher player base. Well, that people ha- yeah. people hate on the Epic Game Store so much, but they don't realize that most people don't care. Yeah, casual consumer just doesn't do shit. Yeah, the minority is always louder than the majority. They just want to buy their game. They don't care what the platform's on. Like it's on PC. Sweet, I can buy it. <laughs> uh, anyway, I wanted to bring that up quickly. Um, but yeah, Crisis Core, Fantasy Seven Reunion, interesting title, by the way, the fact they're using the Reunion, um, has been announced for PS5 and PS4. Um, it looks exactly the same as the PSP version, right, guys? <laughs> yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. Just like the last Sorry, version, uh, yeah, sure. yeah, just, yeah, just like Last of Us. Last of Us looks exactly yeah, the sure. same as the last version. Yeah. Nah, I'm, I'm sorry, but there's so many people trolling on The Last of Us, I had to bring something up. Um, oh, it looks so beautiful. I'm excited to play it. Um, I didn't play much of it on the PSP. I played a little bit, but I'm not out much. So I, the fact it's on it's on PS5, PS4, uh, PC. Uh, it's on PS5, PS4, Switch, Xbox, Xbox again, and Steam. Um, this winter, I'm really excited. This 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 is the time to be a Final Fantasy fan. Um, oh, Zach is so pretty. Oh yeah, uh, Zach, Zach, Zach was gorgeous. Yes, this this is a day one. This is definitely a day one. I played this game. Out of all my PSP games, out of God of War, Gran Turismo, Grand Theft, uh, Monster Hunter, this is the game I played the most. Is like my most memorable game for PSP. I, when I saw this, I said it to myself, if it doesn't even have cross-save, 
that I will platinum this for PS4 and PS5. I will play this game twice. That's how important <laughs> this game is to me. Forget the cross save. Forget the cross. I just wanted the cutscenes, the story, the the combat. It was all just so beautiful and memorable on PS3, and I can't wait to relive it all again on PS1, PS5, especially five because we all know the the PS5 is gonna be way better for PS4. But yes, I I cannot wait for this game day one, <laughs> day one. That's all I gotta say. Day one. And Gary, Crisis Core. Oh yeah, um, I'm super excited. Uh, I love Crisis Core. I did every single thing imaginable in that game that you can possibly do. Um, I'm gonna do it again because Crisis Core was great. I love Zack as a character. Uh, that ending, the ending really gets me because it's an ending you knew was gonna happen if you played Seven, so you know the end. Mm. But yep. just watching it happen, it's just emotional. Like I, I they made you cry in that because ending. I could, yes, I yeah, <laughs> even though you knew what was going to happen but seeing it happen they did it so well um so yeah i'm i'm really excited visually it looks great the added particle effects look amazing um i i'm curious to see how they updated the combat system compared to the first one or the original i should say um it looks kind of like it plays the same it looks like it plays the same but i think we'll i saw see. someone on re- reset area cover what the difference with the combat was but i can't remember what it was give me a few seconds mm. i'll find it okay but yeah, I'm excited for this. Um, it's funny because, you know, they announced it for every console, right? And I'm pretty sure, you know, it's one of those things like, oh, why are we getting Crisis Core but not Final Fantasy VII Remake when you're asking, you know, Nintendo and Xbox fans? And probably because Crisis Core is still kind of based on the original Final Fantasy story, whereas the remake changed some stuff around. So that's probably why it's coming out there because it's essentially a contained story. It's not part of the, the remake story. Unless they somehow went in and changed the ending. Um, so with that, obviously, we don't know. It doesn't look like they did, but you never know. Um, but it's going to suck if those people who play on Xbox and Nintendo are going to play this game and it's part of that remake storyline, but they can never play those games because they're only on PlayStation, <laughs> console-wise. Um, but I think that's the reason those games are coming out on everything, whereas the remake, even part one, is still not on Xbox. Um, or even Nintendo, but probably because the Switch can't really handle that game right now. Um, if only yeah, they had a Switch uh, 2. Hmm? What are you going to say, Ben? I said if only had a Switch 2. Also, I just choked on water. <laughs> oh, maybe eventually that'll come. Sooner rather than later. Um, but yeah, um, I'm excited. The The title is weird as shit. Um, but yeah. Gimme, give gimme give all day. I love Zach. I love that character. Also, suppose that there's some stuff in the on the Japanese website that hasn't been announced out, out outside of the Japanese translation. So interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, I remember someone re- saying so about the combat system looking different, a little bit different. So I, I don't. Well, know. it looks smoother because on the PSP, yeah. when you attacked, there was like a half second delay between your first attack yeah. and your second attack and your third. Attack. Um, yeah. Whereas this one, it looks like more of a smooth combat transition. Yeah. So it looks great. I'm, like I said, I'm really excited. Uh, anyway, and you and you get to see stupid Cloud. Cloud was really dumb in, in Crisis Core. <laughs> Such a rookie. It was great. Yeah, that's like they got rid of. Uh, yeah, they added a combo system that the original didn't have. Um, mm. Looks like dodges don't make don't have like a recovery issue like they did before. Um, so yeah, so they're making it more actiony like yeah. remake was combat. Yeah. So anyway. Talk about remake. We called it, didn't we? But part two was teased. Rebirth coming winter twenty twenty three. 
Yeah. Next. That's what's mm-hmm. confused. Uh, uh, so many people are confused what they meant by next winter. Like they don't mean this winter because this winter is crisis core. They mean next year. I feel like their terminology confused way too many people um, by saying this winter and next winter because people are thinking next winter is this winter, even though this winter is this winter and not next winter. Well, um, it's confusing because winter is what January through February. Uh, December. Well, December. Yeah, sorry. December through yeah. February, I think, is winter. So yeah. technically, it could spill in. So putting the year in it would have been good. You know, winter yeah. 2022. Winter 2023. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I know it sounds weird, but I know it's not winter. But I'm, I'm expecting November. For, for a crisis core? No, for for two. Probably. I could see it. I know, as, I know that's technically not winter, but the reason why I say that is because... They've got so we got we know there's so many games coming out. Like we don't have a date for Crisis Core yet, uh, but we know that's this winter. So let's just say that's January for argument's sake. Um, that that late January, early February time. Then you've got 16 in summer, which will probably be June July time because that's when a lot of their summer games come out is June July. Um, which would then mean you've got no. Then you've got you've still got. That's Fantasy Crisis Core. Then that's Fantasy 16. Then you've still got Fantasy 7 Remake Part 2, which is winter. So that'd be what? Probably maybe January at max. January, February time. Because again, it's winter. So it can't be further than that. And then at some point, they've got announced Fantasy 14, the next expansion. So people worked out that that should be around November time, possibly. <laughs> they've got a lot of big titles coming out in the same year. So some it's going to be pushed. <laughs> um, um, you're not gonna have five Final Fantasy games in the same year, almost. No, I think you're gonna have you're gonna have the three that two announced and one will be the expansion. In my opinion, I think Crisis Core yeah. will be this year. I think Crisis yeah. Core will be sometime mid November to December, the end of December. Yeah. I don't. Um, uh, December would be bad though because if it's a physical release, you're gonna miss the Christmas rush. Then it'll be November. Yeah, definitely. That's why. That's why I say November instead of December. And even though December's winter. Because if you release a game in December, you're not going to be able to get part of the game awards. Um, and most people have already purchased their Christmas gifts by December. Like, there'll be some stuff that you buy, but you're not going to rush to buy video games in that month, are you? Mm-hmm. So um, w- that would happen in January during the, during the sales. You know, mm-hmm. so November is when I feel like this is based off any nothing but speculation based on, you know, my own market, my own ideas that I have no sources or anything i just want to clear that up so yeah anyway rebirth we got to see a little bit of a trailer we got to see cloud walking with sephiroth um and then we got to see cloud and zach it wasn't much it was a little teaser trailer which we i expected i expected even less to be honest but it showed an open area with grass and everywhere looked really beautiful um gary yeah i'm excited it was announced uh personally i was actually expecting a little more Um, I did want to see small snippets of combat. I was hoping to get a small teaser of Sid or Vincent. Um, maybe we'll finally see Red 13 playing in yeah. in the combat. Um, you don't think they're going to be in part two at all? No, I don't think we'll get Sid or Vincent in part two. Really? Hmm. Okay, Sid maybe. is maybe, but Vincent, I think, will be part three. Possibility. We'll, I guess we'll find out. And the I just want to play I think as Red Sid 13, is maybe. So. I just want to control uh, Red 13. <laughs> That's all I care about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want the doggy. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, I actually was expecting a, a little more than what they showed. They they showed a lot more 
flashback. I, I don't want to call it a flashback because it's obviously a big change to the franchise with Zack and Cloud. Yeah. Um, so it's not really a flashback, or it might be, I don't know. Um, but it was cool. To, they, they teased the, the big open environment. Um, I think people were a little confused why Cloud was walking around with Sephiroth, but if you played the original 7, you would know. Um, do they tease that during combat, Sephiroth might join you in combat? Will you be able to control Sephiroth during some parts of the game? <laughs> uh, that'd be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I, I personally, I was expecting them to show off a little more. I was hoping it'd be like a full-on trailer, especially since they keep saying how far along that game is. And the fact that um, they've already confirmed, the more pretty much confirmed that production has already started on part three already. Um, yeah. Obviously, how early that production is, we don't know. But uh, I was I was hoping to see a little more with that. Uh, but it's clear that, you know, they're trying to move away from the remake part of even of the first one and just want to be stuck calling it Intergrade so they can have those three different titles. Now. <laughs> yeah. Intergrade, Rebirth, and whatever the third one is going to be called. Remake again. <laughs> Yeah, I think they want to get rid of the whole remake part of it. Yeah. So, because I don't think I think they now realize it's kind of not a remake; it's more of a reimagining. I mean, so, the remake is a reimagining. A remaster is yeah. not. I'm just saying, like, I don't think they want to use that title in the game. So. Yeah. I'm excited. I can't wait to see what how much money I have to spend to buy the collector's edition because I'll buy it. Um, Alfonso Rebirth. Yes, I'm on board. Um, like you and Gary is beautiful i'm looking forward to see who's in it who's not uh, but me personally between the two they announced i am choosing crisis core over seven because I, I have more memories with crisis core over seven so yeah that's just me personally but i'm still getting it regardless i just hope that these games come out at a decent time because if they come out at raw times other games come out i'm going to be pissed because then i have to choose and i don't want to choose like i want to spend all my time playing crisis core in seven like so yeah, I don't want to play no other games between these games come out. So, yeah, I just hope it comes out at a decent time when, when there's nothing else out. So Okay. So then, Ben, so you don't think we're going to get Sid or Vincent? You think we're just going to get Kate Sith then as a new character? Yuffie, Kate Sith. Well, and then Red yeah, 13 Yuffie's is playable. technically already in the first one with the DLC. Yeah, but not really. Like, there'll be technically a new character for the main game. For new characters wise, I expect, yeah, Red 13 is playable. Kate Sith and maybe Sid, but even then, I feel like that's only because, and that's I think that's why we got um, what's his name, um, yeah, the character integrate, because mm-hmm. um, he used the spear as well, didn't we? I feel yeah. like as I've said this multiple times, I feel like he was only made. One of the reasons he was made, especially with the spear, was because he's just going to be a prototype for Sid. Okay. So we might get Sid, but I feel like Vincent will either be saved for a DLC pack again, like Yuffie, and then added into the main game. Or he'll be in part three. Okay, so you also said that you believe that Rebirth is going to follow the original story more than the first one. Yes, I do. Right. So where do you see part two ending and part three starting? Then? Like what's going to okay. be the end then? Maybe Temple of Agents. Hmm. Maybe the Temple of Agents would be a good place for him to end part two. And Remind then part three is... <laughs> you steal the material, right? And it explodes. Okay. You think they're going to pull the trigger with Aerith? Yes. In the remake? Yes. It'd be weird. You if think they'll didn't. do it for part three? Then we'll do it for part two, maybe, at some point. I don't I, I think I think it should end. Way. I think part two should end with that. I think that's yeah. where two should end and lead into three. Because yeah, that's be... going to get people really wanting part three very yeah. fast. Yeah. <laughs> but you think they'll they'll still have that? Yeah, I think they will. 
Um, but I, don't, I, I, as I've said, I feel because it looks like Zach is alive, but I don't think Zach's alive in the main timeline. I think Zach's alive in the weird separate timeline. Um, mm. You can tell because the Shinra mascot is slightly different in Zach's than it is in the main one. Well, you can um, always say that that's from the past. It has been upgraded since then. He looks like he's no, because the plate is destroyed in the in the Zach cutscene. Oh yeah. So Zach is following the same sort of timeline but slightly different so my view is i guess spoilers for the storyline if i'm right is that the main cast is going to go through the original storyline not exactly because of timeline you know shenanigans happening like the on that is going to kind of follow the same path um but then we're also going to get like not flashbacks but like meanwhile in the castle of zach um where as we're yeah, at certain points in the game at certain points of the game, we'll see Zack and Cloud, perhaps with that universe's version of um, Tifa and Barrett um, and Aerith and all that lot, going on the exact same journey that we're going on, but slightly different because Zack's in charge now, because Zack's still alive. Um, and then whatever happens, I feel like it's going to end with um, them bo the, both timelines in, timelines not converging, but somehow realizing that, that they exist, like in parallel. And then the final boss is going to be either Sephiroth or a new enemy because I don't I don't know if Sephiroth's even going to be the final villain because I know he was they threw Sephiroth, Sephiroth as the final villain in the first game even though so many developers didn't want that to be I mean he um, wasn't really was he Genova's technically the main boss because Genova was controlling him and he was just in the yeah but you, you still fought Sephiroth <laughs> like yeah. the final boss fight you fought Sephiroth um, yeah but I'm just like and I know I know a lot of people did not want that in the development team they no. didn't think no. They should have done that. Um, but Nomura obviously overruled it. I don't know who, if it's not Sephiroth, I don't know who it is, but my view is that the final boss is going to be someone that, because remember, Sephiroth's whole thing is I'm not going to be a memory, but what if he's in both timelines? So you have to kill him. Well, he in both pretty much timelines. hinted at that at the end of the yeah. first game. Like, he, he pretty much knew who Cloud was and that Cloud was his demise. Yeah. Um, he so, essentially just straight up told him that. So um, I feel like we're going to have to fight Sephiroth. Like, you remember in the original game where you had to fight with you had to split the team up in the northern crater into two, two teams and then you both had mm -hmm. to fight a separate boss at the same time which was the same boss yeah. but two parts yeah i feel like they're gonna use that but instead of having that weird monster we're just gonna have a fight where we find two different versions of sephiroth in the two different timelines at the same time you have to kill him in both timelines for him to truly die yes we'll see we'll see do you think they'll add uh once if that scene happens with Eren, um, yeah. if they're still going to go with that in this game, do you see them adding a new character to the party to replace her? I hope not. Or a character that was in, in the franchise, but was never really a playable character. So you're saying, will they add Rude as... <laughs> well, we know the Avalanche Shocker team is alive. Will Shocker one of the Bill. Avalanche members become a staple member of the team? I doubt it. I don't think we'll get any new characters. Chocobo Bill joins the party. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yes because it seems like they're they're literally not going with the if you get the character you get them if not you know because vincent and yuffie were yeah. optional you didn't have to get them yeah. in the party which obviously would have made the the final boss that much harder because you did have to split up the party yeah. um so yeah now obviously they are going to be in the game i you know i think you're right i think i think we will get sid i think they'll save vincent for part three which i think yeah. will piss people off because Vincent is such a love, lovable character. They love him so much in that franchise. But I think 
will will see his coffin in this game, but we yeah, just we'll won't it. get his character. Yeah, the, yeah they'll, they'll yeah. definitely tease the shit out of him, but we won't get him. Yeah, I think you're right. We'll get Kate Sith, and I think we'll get. Sith. I think they'll do Sid kind of like they did yeah. Red Thirteen. Well, he'll join you, but only for like the last few bits of the game. Yeah, as I said, I feel like he's going to be a reference, and we'll see his coffin maybe, but I don't think he'll actually be in it. So. Which will suck, because I know people love Vincent. They want Vincent. But you know what? I love Red 13, and I didn't get to play with him in the first game. <laughs> I want my doggo. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes. And there's my mouse going flying. <laughs> go. Sorry. Um, give me one second. Uh, anyone got any other thoughts before we end the end the podcast? Um, Was there anything else that was announced? I'm trying to remember. Remember. Or any other big news, I should say. Mm, yeah, I don't think there was. There's nothing for me. Okay. Well, I guess we'll go straight to the Metacritic game, where we've got a lot, a lot of things this week to talk about. Talk about. Um, um, we've got a couple of games that we didn't have review scores for that now have review scores. Is everyone ready? Mm-hmm. Yep. A couple of weeks ago, we mentioned The Quarry, which didn't actually have any review scores, but now it does. Uh, Ten reviews. Um, Gary. You gave it oh. 74. Alfonso, you gave it 70, and I gave it 64. But guess who won? Gary was 74 because he got 78. Woohoo! Spell Force 3 reforced. Alfonso, 68. Me, 87. Gary, 70. And guess who gets another point? Gary! Oh. Because it got 78. Oh, shit! The Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles, Shredder's Revenge. <laughs> that also came out. Gary. You gave it 84. Alfonso, you gave it 87. And I gave it 93. But guess what? Guess. Guess. Guess who got a strike or whatever the three things are? Gary gets another point. I do? Yeah, because it's 85. Oh, shit. It dropped. The last <laughs> I saw was 87. Nope, it's 85 now. I'll take it. I wish it was, it was 93. I really do. That game deserves <laughs> that score, man. I really do. I fucking love that game. Great game. So yeah, eight, it's got eighty-five. Clean so. sweep for Gary. Three points for Gary, Woo-hoo! which means the scores are now Gary thirteen, Chili nine, Alfonso eight. Now I really should go look at what games are coming out next. So, um, <laughs> oh, duh, the best game of all time, Sonic Origins. So yeah, um, you know, I'll just type it. Sonic Gary thoughts. I'm gonna go with the safe number again and go with eighty-four. Okay, Alfonso. I'm going to go 82. Wow, okay, the franchise um, you love the most in the world? You're going to give a lower score than Ninja Turtles? 82. People are yeah, for Turtles over Sonic. And people would be like, it doesn't have the original music. A 2 out of 10. Uh, and I'm going to hit generate. In fact, let's see what it gives me. Okay? Okay! <laughs> uh, well, I guess I'm giving it 98. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is going to be the highest rated game of all time. <laughs> um, so there we go. 84, 82, and 98. Okay. <laughs> ah, so Gary, shout out to him. How can they contact you? Shout out to you guys as always. Thanks for having me on. Shout out to the listeners. Thanks for listening. You can reach me on Twitter at Gagalush. That's Um, Alfonso. Shout out to you guys like always. Shout out to all the listeners. Um, good episode. And um, you can follow me on Twitter at Alexan7. Nice. And I'd like to shout out to everyone listeners. Thank you for joining. Uh, we'll be back next week with with more stuff. Uh, you can find me at MGM underscore Chili. You can find me at Mugo Around Ready on Twitch. Um, we streamed a lot last week. 
Um, I'll be playing more Strangers of Paradise next week. Please look forward to it. Um, we also have a Fantasy 14 live letter coming in a couple of weeks where we will be talking about what well, we'll be watching as people talk about the next patch that comes out sometime possibly in August. So yeah, until then, have a lovely evening, everyone. Until then, goodbye. Bye. Remember, go pre-order Crisis Core when you can because it looks amazing. Bye. Also, reunion and rebirth and all that lot. Bye. Fantasy 7 for the win. Goodbye.